Get vaccinated, Iowa. What a week. My name is Matt Sinovic. I'm the Executive Director of Progress Iowa. And I'm Ivy Beckham, Communications Director of Progress Iowa. Welcome to What a Week with hot takes about the week's news and shout outs for people doing good in the world. Let's dive right into headlines um, and, and stories this week. Um, the, the big news of the week nationally was President Biden's ad- uh, joint ad- address to Congress not the State of the Union, we were told, because the first year it's not the State of the Union for whatever reason. So did you, I still think of it as a State of the Union. Ivy, would would mean, would you think? Oh, yeah, just a different name. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, it's Let's kind of one that. of those, like, ridiculous, like, why does this, you know, semantic things. But, like, but I think, isn't the State of the Union, they, like, the Speaker of the House extends an official invitation to the President to, like, give an update on the condition of or the the state of the union or something like oh, that. I right? would not know the details, but yeah. <laughs> I feel like I remember reading about that at some point because like it, for for I don't know how long, a century maybe or a long time, it was like a written maybe it's not that long. Uh we need to fact check on this. But for many years it was a written update. So they wrote it it was like a uh here's the state of our union and um and I'm sure then it got spread around the country too, but like um, but it wasn't an address until later on, and of course not on radio or TV until those things existed. So, anyway, um, now it's on every cable channel and you know uh, and every network. Um, but President Biden stood up there, and while he didn't say the state of our union is strong, um, we are now 100 days into the Biden administration, and I mean I think it's certainly much stronger than it was 100 days ago. I don't know what your take is, but. Yeah, the fact that we don't constantly hear about scandals, then I think it's a lot better. Yeah, it's kind of nice. And um, I mean, so there's two pieces I wanted to uh, go into here a little bit. But one is, but the big message, one of the big messages early on was him, was the president looking directly into the camera and encouraging people to get vaccinated. And if if anyone's out there is listening and is concerned, is like questioning whether to do it, Please, for the love of God, do the get the vac get vaccinated. You can go into High V without an appointment now and get vaccinated in the state of Iowa. Um, we this is not Democratic, Republican, liberal, conservative. This is public health. If you're younger and thinking about it and are questioning whether to do it, you're doing it not just for yourself, but for everyone else around you too. So please, please get vaccinated. They're out there. It's safe. Go do it. Um, anyway. I, I was really glad to see him do that um, and and make a strong pitch for that because we just we're especially here we're like turning down uh, uh, vaccines because people aren't interested as much. It's and, crazy. And we're not going to get the herd. We're not going to get to uh, herd immunity with uh, soon with uh, with that kind of mentality. So um, uh, please please get vaccinated. So I wanted to. Though, um, uh, unpack like two different pieces of his hundred days of the hundred days, and one is, um, the substantive policy. Like, people have had you know, obviously, there's 200 million shots that have been delivered, um, in a hundred days, and people have gotten checks, and um, and there's been however many executive orders to kind of nudge 
things in the right direction. So from a policy perspective, um, he's gotten quite a bit done. They've gotten, we've gotten, uh, the country's gotten quite a bit done. Um, so what do you think on, on that front? How, how has he been, what, what would you, what would you give a grade level to the Biden Harris administration? Well, if I just had to compare it to the last administration, obviously I would give an A plus. Uh, okay. We'll give it yeah. a standalone, like just on its own, you know. I mean, I think there's been a lot of great stuff going. I'm going to say a minus though, because there's always room for improvement. So there sure. we go. That's fair. That's yeah. Fair. And I really want to see, I know he was talking last night about the American jobs plan, and I really want to see that make its way through. So I think that hopefully whenever he gets, you know, 200 days in, we can get a little bit closer to things like that. I thought it was really great him saying that, you know, 90% of the jobs under this plan, you don't have to have a college degree, 70 uh, or like a bachelor's and 75%, mm-hmm. you don't have to have associates or whatever. So I just thought that was really great. So looking forward to that. Yeah, I love that. And and it's, um, and it's also, <laughs> I also talked about making education, you know, not just K-12, which we need to strengthen, of course, but making it preschool and community college. And, you know, I think that's, that's really, really, really a big piece of this. Cause, um, if you, uh, I don't I can't remember exactly how he put it, but, um, yeah, any, any country that's going to out-educate uh, us is going to out-compete us. And so that's, we need to, we need to invest now and we'll see dividends of that decades down the line too, um, uh, as a country. Um, so I agree. I mean, I think they've done a really good job and, and, and the policy has been on the whole, um, very, very good. Always, like you said, room for improvement, but, but, but they're doing well, especially with the narrow majority that they have in the, in both cha- in both house and both the house and the Senate. Mm-hmm. Um, the other piece of this, the hundred days I wanted to at least comment on and get and see your take as like a, as a public relations professional, and I know you've, you know, studied that is like, is, I mean, the the tone of this administration is so much seems to be so much more low key than, I mean, even a normal, uh, not not even compared to Trump, but even a normal administration where like, you know, on his hundred days, he'd be the the president might be out on like a. 15 show media blitz and like da 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 and like some of that he's going to get criticized for because he's not quote unquote out there enough but in some ways it's like a total dialing back of the you know even though he's the president he's also a political figure so anytime he's out there it becomes a political discussion Mm -hmm. so i kind of like the idea that he's just doing his job and letting the policy hopefully speak for itself I, that's my quick take on it. Um, what do you think as someone who does this for, you know, for a living? I mean, yeah, I think the fact that he got so many good things going so far, like rejoining the World Health Organization, Paris Accord, things like that. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't superly, aver- like, amazingly advertised or just, like, overly advertised. I think that's obviously good. But, well, I think it is kind of... Um, kind of a contrast a lot to the last uh, organization or administration. I think it's also partly because of COVID. I think once we That's see true. COVID dying down, then maybe they can get more vocal. I think it might seem a little bit uh, weird to be vocal about all your accomplishments when people are suffering. So I don't know. Well, I'm excited to see how things change around 
uh, midterms as well, because I'm sure they're going to ramp up. So I don't know. Yeah. And I mean, by next summer and fall, when those elections are really like hitting high gear, I have to believe, I hope, hopefully we will be well on the other side of pandemic. Um, We'll see. I I mean, I hope that's the case, but I would think that they would be out there, you know, campaigning for folks and doing more. Yeah. yeah, I think I'm really excited to see Kamala out there, too, doing mm-hmm. more. I think that obviously her social media has been really great, but I think that getting out there in the news uh, hasn't been especially prevalent recently. So I'd like to see more of that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Next up, we talk a little bit about Governor Reynolds going more to a sour uh, news. So on Fox News this week, that was on Thursday night. Kim Reynolds touted that she's sending back $95 million from the federal government that she that was supposed to go to COVID-19 testing in schools. I don't even know where to start with this. I cannot stand the fact that she touted this on the television and that she gave the excuse that Iowans have been in the classroom since August, so we don't need this funding. I mean, clearly, she's not caring about, as Senator Rapo brought up, the 60 kids under age 18 in Iowa who have been hospitalized in the past three months. Over 8,000 have contracted COVID in the last three months. I mean, it's just ridiculous. What were your thoughts on this one? It's terrible. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, she does not, clearly does not care about the health of, of our students, teachers, other uh, education professionals who are, help, who are there to support our students and our communities because as everyone else gets vaccinated and older people get vac- have been vaccinated, and I mean, obviously it started with people who are over 65 and mm-hmm. had health conditions and then kind of has worked its way down um, in age, like the, the kids are going to be the last group. So, I mean, to the extent that there are um, places where this can spread quickly and easily, and asymptomatically, like kids don't have symptoms. So, I mean, that's, that's a, kids typically are asymptomatic when they have mm-hmm. COVID. And so they don't know that they have it. The parents don't know that they have it. And then that can spread. At least that's my understanding of it. And so sometimes when we don't see COVID cases reported in kids, that could be part of the reason why I'm using a lot of qualifiers because there's like, this is still new and, and I don't and I don't want to get too far out of uh, out of line with what is, you know, based in actual science. But like but there's no to me there is just even if no matter what, there's no harm in being safe and making sure that we have a rigorous testing program in place, especially if it's gonna be paid for by the federal government. It does not make any sense to me. Um just no, be sure. I really don't get it. It's yeah. like her and Iowa Republicans are constantly rejecting money or wanting to reject money from the federal government, like food assistance, things like that. It's just like, what are you thinking? Why are you not wanting to help your constituents? I don't really yeah. get it. Yeah. Uh, but also more bad news coming from Thursday night on Fox News. Reynolds indicated uh, that the transgender sports bill or some type of legislation around transgender sports would be on her desk by the end of session and that she would probably sign it. This is just like a last minute maneuver to get this transgender ban into legislation, into um, law. And so it's really just saddening because it didn't go through the first time and now they're just trying to sneak it on in there. So I think it's just really horrible. It's really, it's, um, 
it's like legal it's legalizing discrimination is what it is so it's it's awful and i don't know what the fallout from this is going to be but i hope that every organization that hosts a sporting event in this state takes note that um that your students or participants could be discriminated against um and that's um it's just not okay uh yeah exactly i mean as we as i mean sports are about so much more than a trophy there was that article that opinion piece earlier this month about this about how uh, transgender students mm-hmm. can feel more secluded if they're not in sports because sports help them make uh be in the community so i just think it's really disheartening so we'll see how that goes um, the rest of the legislative session, our, our last headline topic, um, we hope that there's an end in sight to this awful legislative session where so many extreme bills have been passed. Um, and there's still more, as we just mentioned, still more on the way. Um, but this week, uh, the legislature officially passed the a charter school expansion bill that is on its way to the governor. Um there's a new proposal to cut benefits for uh, and make it harder for people to get unemployment benefits um, that are out of a job through no fault of their own. Um, uh, the Senate passed a bill banning the concepts in diversity training or so-called divisive concepts in diversity training. And I mean, this isn't session. This isn't what just happened. It, it passed earlier this session, but the voter suppression bill um, caused you know almost three hundred thousand people to be declared inactive on our voter rolls um, put through by and then that was executed by the Secretary of State Paul Pate. Um, I kind of just rattled through that really quickly, but Ivy, like what? I mean, that's a lot of badness there. Any like what was? I mean, do you want to pick one as the worst and start from there? Uh, the worst? <laughs> just like an that's avalanche the, coming at you. Yeah. I think the worst for me right now is going to be the unemployment bill. Just, you know, thinking about these families having to wait an extra week for uh, their benefits. They could be hungry. They need to pay their rent, their bills. I think it's just obviously ridiculous. And so hopefully this doesn't make its way all the way through, but it just made its way through the Senate committee. So Yeah, hopefully we can stop that um, or that 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 can be stopped. I know that there's a number of folks um, working to mobilize and, and get um, and get people to call in and contact about uh, about wh- uh, how they can uh, how they can prevent that and speak out and contact their legislators. So, would encourage everyone to do that um, and and oppose that. Encourage them to oppose that legislation because we're still in the middle. We're we're not only in the middle of a pandemic, but we are economically coming out of it, and people are still you know struggling so this is not i mean there's never a time to cut off this kind of support but um but this is certainly not the time to do it when when um when we're still still in the in the midst of of a pretty bad economic crisis exactly during the legislative session bills move quickly and by the time you check your email that advocacy alert may be too late now you can get text messages from progress iowa for the latest news and action alerts Just text JOIN to 515-417-3320. We'll send petitions, phone numbers for key members of the legislature, and more to keep you informed. That's J-O-I-N to 515-417-3320 for text message updates from Progress Iowa.
Next up, we have our hot takes where we quickly give our opinions on the hot topics of the week. First up, my favorite, the Oscars. Dun, dun, dun. Very exciting. Obviously, everyone was a little bit shook about the ending. It kind of cut off all of a sudden. What were what was your take on that? Did, did not like the twist ending there. No. First of all, I was thrown completely by the fact that Best Picture came before Best Actress and Actor. Um <laughs> And I actually was like searching. I was like, because we were we recorded and we had caught up and we were live at that point, um, you know, fast forwarding through the commercials. Mm -hmm. And I thought we had missed something. I thought we had missed it earlier in the show. I was like rewinding. I was like looking online to see who had won. And I totally was thrown by that. So not great. You know, uh, as a, you know, if you're used to seeing that, then like that's not a twist ending that you want to have. Um, and then, I mean, I have, I, in full disclosure, I have not seen, I didn't see, I, I didn't see any of the movies that, that any of the actors were nominated in, but mm. I kind of assumed that Chadwick Boseman was going to win right. because, uh, I mean, that has happened in when, when actors have given really good performances and then passed away. Um, mm. and so that was a definitely a surprise and certainly a surprise to Anthony Hopkins, who wasn't even there, which is, exactly. uh, which is his own thing or not even lot and not even virtually you know like yeah um what i mean what do you think i mean that was just crazy that he didn't even show up i mean credit to him there is covid 19 so i don't yeah, know but even get on, either but virtually yeah get on a zoom man you yeah. know like be a like i think um uh uh yeah, I, I, why not just you – know, there, there were a bunch of people who were there virtually. Uh, yeah, getting their maybe he's not good with technology. <laughs> maybe not. But. but no, that was crazy. I hadn't seen – this was the first year I have not seen a single movie that was up at the Oscars. Not oh, really? One. So this, I mean, I've I seen a few, know. but um, yeah. I don't. But I didn't see any of the ones – somehow I'm, I didn't see any of the ones that where the actor was, you know, mm. up. Um, so saw Nomadland and um, – mm. uh, which was good, was slow, but good. Like I'm, mm -hmm. you know, I like all the Avengers and, you know, right. quickly paced movies and stuff. So, but like I can appreciate others as well, but Nomadland, I don't think I'll watch again just because it's not like super quick moving. Um, but, uh, prom and Promising Young Woman, that was good. Mm -hmm. um, uh, as well, that was more suspenseful and like, you know. Yeah, um, I do want to see that so. one. That looks mm -hmm. really good. Yeah, I'm yeah. more into like trash movies, so a lot of the movies I like don't really get nominated. I mean, what's a what's your like, what's your best trash movie that you've seen during the pandemic? Uh, during the pandemic, or just in um, you know one to yeah, one to I recommend mean, to our many. many I'm really into here. like '80s movies, really like just like teen movies from the '80s, like Sixteen Candles, all that. So that's not know. trash. A John Hughes movie could never be trash, right? So. Not trash, but like compared to this stuff. Sure. Okay. But also, like all the Netflix movies, like All the Boys I've Loved Before. Probably no one listening like watches this, but those are great movies. Okay. All right. Fair yeah. enough. I I do I do I don't I'm not sure what you're even talking about, but I exactly. but like I but I believe you that they're good and entertaining. So, um, speaking of well, not good, but maybe a little entertaining is. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, Rudy Giuliani um, the other day uh, got a visitor. I mean, I don't know if he was home, but the federal investigators executed a search warrant on his apartment looking for 
who knows what we will find out maybe um ivy i was very like surprised before we're putting this in the notes you didn't this i i got to break this news to you right before mm -hmm. the we recorded so what, what what do you think what's your initial reaction i'm so excited this is great <laughs> good mm -hmm. to see uh someone getting some karma that um, is what i like to see i can't believe i hadn't even seen this like usually i think it was all over twitter eat. yeah i don't but, even know yeah um I will say I did see some uh, uh, piece that, or some some news that uh, this is a search warrant that the Justice Department had been trying to execute for a while, but mm -hmm. it kept getting blocked by whoever. They don't. I didn't see who the what a name on it, but by the leadership. And now that Merrick Garland is the Attorney General, it happened. So that was interesting to me. So I wonder what, you know, like clearly someone in the, I mean, Justice Department is massive. So it's not like when, mo and most of them are not political appointees. These are like, these are, this is a law enforcement agency. So they're just looking at things from that perspective. And then it got shot down by, you know, whoever it might be, might've been. Yeah. Um, and now we'll find out what they were looking for at some point. So. Next up, we'll give shout outs to people doing great work happening all over the state. If you have any recommendations, please send them to at Progress Iowa or at PLFFM. This week, we wanted to give a shout out to ISCA for standing up for public schools, especially with this charter school bill. That was really horrible. So just wanted to give a shout out to them because, you know, these for-profit groups really shouldn't be coming into our state and being able to create these schools with little or no local control. So. What a Week is produced by Progress Iowa as part of the Potluck Media Network and would not be possible without grassroots supporters like you. We are mixed and edited by Greg Howenstein. For more information, visit potluck.fm. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to leave us a five-star review and subscribe. See you next week on What a Week. What a Week.